Welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFBA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk, Ted Schubel. First show of the new year, Bobby Hebert is in, and we're not uh, we're, we're talking resolutions, but Bobby, I like how you have uh, you have titled this uh, program today, Vitality. It just sounds... It just sounds so much better than than resolutions. Well, everybody everybody wants to get fit. Everybody wants to get healthy. Yeah. But vitality, vitality is really at the core of it. And, uh, you know, anybody that knows me knows I love to talk about this stuff because it's meant so much to me in my life to have the energy to do the things I want to do. So whenever anybody asks me about, hey, I want to get healthier, before I ever talk, and we're going to talk about diet and workout and mindset today because those are the pillars of the stuff I've been experimenting with. But I always ask, seriously, in your life, what would you do? And I'll ask you this, Ted. Okay. What would you do if you had two or three times the energy that you have right now that you could do more? Oh, I could do more. I could. I would just. I just feel like you could. I could. I could help people or volunteer or do any a number of things. Yeah, it puts so much more on the table to have vitality. I, I and when I started working in uh, health and fitness, and I started for myself. Gosh, I've been working out in one form or another for fifty-one years now. So I'm I'm almost sixty-five. I was about thirteen when I started running. Yeah. And what I what I found is it it gave me a mindset and an energy. And even now, is some of the stuff I've been talking about. Uh, I'll be talking about today is the experiments I'm doing. It it gives you the power to do things like I, I know what I want to do next year. You know, I love to play freeze tag, and I've got three granddaughters, so I I want to be at where I'm already playing. You know, dodgeball and everything. And I'm I'll be 65 when I'm. 85 i want them to have fantastic memories yeah hey. freeze tag yeah a freeze tag yeah i i played with my neighbor's kids they have a they had uh three kids 10 and under and i play until they are exhausted i play until they quit and i go this is such a blessing how many other people you know my age are running around doing this not well, many this is this None. is what i want to talk about and what's so interesting about this is it's the number one thing that people think about is health and fitness when they're making their resolutions. That uh, That's what I found in uh, Forbes. I looked this up for, I actually have real facts and figures here for you, Ted. According to Forbes uh, magazine, it's, you know, to get better, 50% of the population is going to be setting a goal for improved fitness and health. That's actually above improved finances, which is 38%, improved mental health, 36 huh. weight loss, improved diet, isn't the number one thing, but here's the sad thing is there, uh, there's actually a thing called quitters day and quitters day is about the, uh, the, the day that people quit their resolutions It's called ditch day, uh, January 17th. And when a lot of people start quitting and the facts show that by the time people hit the end of the year, 94% of people have quit their resolutions. Boy, it doesn't last very long, does it? No, because, uh, and actually, I had a friend of mine says, yeah, everybody will be in there. another uh, gym buddy. And he goes, ah, everybody will be in the uh, gym, you know, on January 2nd and 3rd. We call them resolutionaries. They're resolutionaries. Yeah. So, and, and they quit. Well, what I want to get across today is be patient with yourself. Be a little kind to yourself because 
you can actually get healthy and have fun at the same time. It doesn't have to be one or the other. And you can actually eat a piece of pie occasionally. I do. You know, yeah. So it doesn't have to be one or the other. But it's a huge need in our country right now. Again, according to uh, Harvard University, 69% of our population is either overweight or obese. And that's, that's mm. a hard statistic. So, you know, there's, that actually kind of shows you why so yeah. many people are thinking, yeah, I want more vitality in my life. And decide to do it. It's it's much. It's better to decide that I'm going to do this and, and go for that goal than to have a doctor say to you, "Here's where we are, and and, and here's what, what what you have to do if if you know you want to live." Right. And that's that's where I'm going to bring this today. But anybody listening to this should be asking themselves this following question: Who is Bobby Hebert, and why should I listen to him? And and I got to say. I don't have an educational background in this. My, my, my degree is in English lit. That's why you know, I'm running around doing riddles in the city, you know, is, and uh, I do the acting at the Ren Fair. But my passion has always been yeah. health and fitness. And I started a journey back in 2012 uh, to get healthier. I started actually when I, I was, you know, middle age kind of jumped me in my 50s. And I was 20 pounds heavier than I am now. I was working out actually more, but I was eating terribly. I was sleeping terribly. And so I actually said, let me think about this like a scientist would think. Let me actually start doing things and reading things and experimenting, you know, with a lab rat of one. And so I'll ask you, Ted, you, you've seen me do stuff. Mm -hmm. Do I seem to exude any kind of vitality? You, you exude more, more vitality than anyone I know. You, yes, you have so much more energy and, and passion for life. And what I can tell you is, is not just me talking myself in, although I do talk to myself. And I, it's like I do want to, you know, set a mindset. But there is so much energy going through my body. And I go, wow, it, this really does work. Because I will say, at the cusp of 65, because I'll be 65 in March, I'm doing things that my 18-year-old self could not do. Mm. Well, I wrestled when I was 18. I was a wrestler. I weighed yeah. a little, about five pounds less than I do now. That kid could do seven pull-ups. I can do 20 pull-ups. Wow. Uh, I can run for an hour in the heat or the cold and not get tired. And, you know, I haven't set, I haven't set any records. I don't do road races. Um, I just like to find out what my body can do. Yeah. And then once I can find that out, what fun. And here's the adventure part. What fun can I have with that? And, you know, I, I think I told you last year with, for the Ren Fair, I learned a sword fight. I wanted to be in a sword fight. So that's what I wanted to do with my vitality because you got to work out and it's 100 degrees and you're wearing all kinds of clothing. And I did not want to let my young cast members down. I did not want them saying yeah. the old man can't keep up. And so I learned a sword fight and I put 100 hours into a sword fight. And then it was a two-minute sword fight. And I was so elated and I go, okay. This is another blessing of being vital. So what I want to talk about is where do you do that? So, okay, you agree I do have vitality. I'm going to talk today about the three things that you're going to have to invest in. And that's what you're putting into your body, how you're moving your body, and what you're sticking into your brain. Bobby Hebert here. We're going to take a quick break and come back and talk more about this 
This morning on News Talk 1230 WFVA, we will be right back. These are the voices and the success. Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFVA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host, Ted Schubel. It's our Vitality Show this morning. Bobby Hebert in this morning to uh, to talk about it. So we're going to jump into all these things. And just before the break, Bobby, you talked about uh, what diet and rest, sleep, movement enjoy and uh making your mindset so we'll uh we'll i guess what we we, we jump into what food is that where we yeah, want to start i think that's the place to start that's the place where everybody hates to start but that's you know in my my uh vitality protocols this is what i've worked on for myself and again you know okay no big surprise again under this I am wearing a superhero T-shirt. You know that. Yes, yeah. oh, of course, of course you would be. Like Batman. If you because, weren't, I would. But throw it's not you always up. just Batman because sometimes you got to go with Steve Rogers. Sometimes <laughs> you've got to go with the Super Soldier because the Super Soldier serum is what I've been working on. And let me say this too: I, I don't. Again, I said at the last break, I don't have any official qualifications. I'm just a guy who's spent many of his waking hours for the last you know decade and a half figuring out how to make this old machine work and this is what i want to share today don't got nothing to sell i don't have vitamins this is absolutely free but it's not without value it is the number one inheritance that i've gotten i feel from yeah i don't know how many fifty thousand generations of humans that have walked the earth evolution shaping us to be as strong and as you know incredible as we can be and this is our inheritance and I wouldn't trade it for anything. If Bill Gates, if I had to live in Bill Gates's body, I wouldn't do it because I like this. Bill Gates is not playing freeze tag with 10 years old. Right. And, I, and I'm going to give this away for free. But if Bill Gates calls, I would charge him $1 million. <laughs> yeah, it's $1 million for you. I will train you because I, I want to show you. So let's get to the question. And what are you putting into your body? And I'm, I'm not let me first say this. This is not a call for you to change what you're eating or drinking. You got to go before that because there's an unconscious element to what we're doing. Most people. And I found this true to myself. You don't know what you're putting into your body. The security cameras are off Yeah. because why? Well, you're, you're either at home raising children, trying to keep them alive for the end of the day as working mothers, like both my wife, and my daughter are, or you're working hard. You're in the workplace or you're on the road and you know eating is something we're no longer trapping and raising our own vegetables somebody else is doing we've outsourced who provides us the food it's true and we've also outsourced what you know what are we actually eating so this is what i tell everybody to do first of all as non-judgmental as you can muster just write it down and this sounds so easy, and you know, uh, everybody's going, ah, oh, food journal. Oh, that sounds so obsessive. You're tracking what you're eating. And I've been told this before. That is so obsessive. And I said, yeah, it's like a savings account. Well, I don't know. And I've been told this, too. You can get hit by a truck tomorrow. And, of course, in my mind, I'm thinking, I would ruin a truck. But, you know, right. okay, yeah. You so, would. No. I get to spend and I can still enjoy my food, but I want to, and when I started doing this myself, and again, I started uh, back in 2012, I started tracking what I was eating and I was really shocked because I thought I ate pretty well. But, you know, um, if you've gone shopping, you realize that most food is non-food. It's, it's processed. You, you know, what I tell people is I don't eat out of a can. 
I don't eat out of a, a box. I don't eat out of a window, a drive-through window. So I try to eat food that looks like food. And that's, okay. that's what I do. But until I started tracking what I was eating, I had no idea because uh, you're eating mostly foods that are designed to be tasty. If you're eating Doritos, yeah, that's corn and that's a bunch of other stuff that you're inside of. But you really don't know you know, how much junk you're eating. So first thing you do the first week is just track what you're eating. And then, you know, what you need to do is ask yourself, how much of that food is processed food? How much of that food wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to recognize as food? Has it been shaped and stamped into a chicken nugget? It, you know, Mm. is that really food? And so that's what you need to, you just need to decide, hey, this is what I'm going to track. And then it, here comes the real hard part, you know, because we kind of know what is healthy food and what is not healthy food if it's processed food. How much junk are you eating and what is your kryptonite? And everybody has kryptonite. Everybody has that one food if they put it out. And this is not by accident and it's not about weak wills. I've read about, have you ever heard of the term bliss point? I haven't. Sounds like a place the surfers are going. We're going out to the, the bliss, bliss point. point. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the bliss point is a term in food technology where, you know, they, this, I've read about this. They hook people up to electrodes and they give them like Doritos. Doritos does this. And they've got all the cha- you know flavorings that go into that chip. And when they put it in their mouth, all the different regions of the brain light up. And they want as much flavor saturation so that while you're eating that chip not only are you you're, you're not thinking oh my god this is so good you're thinking i want the next chip it wants right. to create the craving you know the uh, the whole phrase uh lays potato chips no one can eat just one no that's not a boast that's <laughs> that is a sad sentence mm-hmm. on your health and you cannot and i can't either there's certain foods that you know if i and i found out what my kryptonite was so here, here was my kryptonite. Okay, what is it? Oh, found out that I love beer. I did like, you know, uh, I was, of course, I went to college, man. I was drinking in college. Yeah. You know, and even, you know, as a mature adult who was never drunk, I was always drinking yeah, at least a couple beers a day. And bread, I loved bread. I absolutely loved bread. I loved peanut butter. And then as I began to look into the ingredients of these these things, and really what they were doing to my waistline and my energy. And that's the thing is I never got drunk, but I do know this. As soon as I drank, I lost all it, all ambition and I slowed down. And it was just eating my days and it was adding to my waistline until finally. You know, and everybody has a breaking point. Mine was when I had to wear 35 pants. And I go, I never had to wear these. And I right. go, okay, I'm going to start tracking that. Mm-hmm. So now you've, you've looked at what you're eating. You've kind of figured out. What's your kryptonite? Do you have a kryptonite, by the way, Ted? I it it would be it was uh, it, it it was Mountain Dew, and it was it and I someone Mountain Dew or Coke or any of those in any of the soft drinks and seeing an illustration of how much sugar was in those was just shocking. Is am I correct? Is that about ten or eleven teaspoons per twelve ounces? Yeah, so it was somebody put it in a bag. Yeah, that, um, it was somebody. It was, it was one of the extension agents who did a show. And they brought it in, and I just sat here and looked at that and thought, "That's going into my body." Yeah, that that's an incredible. That's a you know forty grams sugar load per. And so if you're drinking, and there's people that drink six or ten, if you're drinking yeah. that, actually way more sugar than beer. 
Yeah. And so, oh, and here's the interesting thing. Bread is actually harder for me than beer. I actually, when I stopped drinking beer, I realized I really don't like feeling, you know, even slightly not hyped up. Um, so I just, I, I, I put in some time. I, I learned some meditation breath work and beer went away. Pizza and bread. Yeah. Oh my God. Those are the constant wolves that haunt the firelights the of wolves. the cave. Yeah. They're always at the periphery. I have to be careful with them because if I eat, especially I, I make fantastic bread. My, my mother came from Hungary. I make fantastic Hungarian bread, but I'm, I limit myself because I'm a carboholic. And so I know what, I know what my, my uh, detriments were. So now, wait a minute, you, you figured out what you were eating. You kind of figure out what you probably need to cut back. But what should you eat? I was going to say, so what does, what does a day of eating or, or snacks even look like for you? Okay, for me now, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, the, the book that changed pretty much how I eat was The Primal Blueprint by Mark Sisson. It's on the paleo diet. Paleo is short for paleolithic, meaning, you know, how humans ate before the, you know, before modern times, before agriculture. So um, food that kind of looks like food. Here's what I eat. It's kind of easier to tell you that. I eat meat. I eat vegetables, non-starchy vegetables, and very little rice, uh, no potatoes. I don't consume sugar hardly in any quantities, alcohol, or seed oils. So, you know, I eat, a, yeah, I would say, a, a fair amount of meat and vegetables and, and fruit. So it's, it's pretty basic. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the paleo diet. There's so many diets. And what I'm going to say, for this has worked for me. That doesn't mean a vegan diet. Well, I have friends that are vegans. Now, I think you have to watch your supplements on a vegan diet because I think it's hard to hit your protein intakes and certain things, but you can do it. The Mediterranean diet, pick a path. Mm-hmm. As long as real food is, you know, the stuff that you're, you know, my grandparents that uh, uh, were from Hungary and, you know, my well, my mom was from Hungary too. So the food, the way uh, they ate it mostly 100, 150 years ago here in America, things that your parents and great-grandparents would have actually eaten. That's real food. So start picking a path and try to layer in about 80% real food. So so typically on a day, you know, I'll, I'll get up. Now, the one thing I do because uh, of my my age, I'm trying to get a lot of protein in these days, and it's hard for me. To, I eat a lot, but I'm kind of capped at how much weight I can gain. So, yeah, I'll throw a protein shake in there just because I want extra protein. But, you know, most days it's the protein shake, some eggs, uh, a salad, some steak, and, you know, big quantities of all that and some nuts. And it, it's so easy when I it, – it can be kind of boring. You, you have to actually learn some new recipes. But actually, once you actually start picking it out – and then the fun part is you actually start tracking – how you're feeling once you put in some real food into mm. your system. See how that does. So there, there you go. You have to pick a path, you know, and you know that if uh, what the one thing I really love, my my hero, Jack LaLanne, who, you know, who is the you know, he was the godfather of fitness and diet, said, if man made it, I won't eat it. And that, I think that's, a, that's yeah. a pretty good way to look at it. So pick a path, you know, one that's mostly real food. Well, when you talk about writing it down, you're not talking about doing that indefinitely. It sounds like you're saying do that for a week or so to get an idea of do what you're doing. Do it for a doing. week or so, get an idea. Now, I will tell you, I've been tracking for years because once I did it and I started getting better, 
I, I, the experiment is still going oh, on. Oh, so you're still doing, okay. I'm not in my final form. My God, I'm still, I'm like, well, wait a minute, this works even better. So, yeah, you don't have to be an obsessed old man like me, but yeah, it's kind of fun for me. And once you kind of know what works for you, yeah, I don't, I don't think everybody should do it, but it does really help to know because there are some drawbacks that we'll probably need to talk about because everything in the world will come down at you to get you not to eat healthy food, whether it's going to be the people you're hanging around with, what's right. happening with your job, you know, just raising children, all the things that are happening to us all the time. So, you know, I make a list every morning. This is what I plan to eat. And at the end of the day, I look and I said, how close did I stay to that list? And I calculate, ah, that's 70%, that's 80%. Hmm. That's good. And that, that works for me, but we probably do need to talk about how you actually do prepare. How, what do you put on a salad? Okay, I don't use uh, typical salad oils. Uh, I use olive oil. That's a great question. Olive oil is fantastic. It's a great okay. fat for you. Olive oil and lemon. So that tastes great for me. I put olive okay. oil and lemon. And uh, salads are hard for me, though, too, because there's not a lot of calories. I chop up a salad and everything. So, you know, that's, that is like, that's my exercise and patience because I actually have to work my way because I'm like always wolfing my food down to get to the next thing to do. I really need to enjoy my food more. Well, I'll get to the enjoyment part because every once in a while I'll have ice cream. But yeah, I'm, I'm a big green salad, you know, bought bunches of chopped vegetables, some grilled chicken on that. But where do you get the food? That's the hard thing is where do you get all this nice, healthy food yeah. from? You actually have to prepare it. You actually have to be ready you actually have to be ready because if you're not, what's going to happen, and this has happened to me, you're going to eat out of a window, a box, or a can, <laughs> or the snack machine. How many times you go, I've never eaten out of that vending machine. Yeah, man, I've eaten moon pies out of a vending machine. I'm not proud. Don't look at me <laughs> like that. Oh, the look of shame on Ted Schubel's face now. Well, we need to take a break, and we're going to come back and, and, and continue this and, and, and talk about some of the drawbacks and, and things that you have, you have talked about this morning. Great stuff here this morning. Bobby Hebert, as we talk about resolutions and vitality, 20. 24. More on News Talk 1230 WFVA. It is 830. From the Fredericksburg.today online news studios, this is News Talk 1230 WFVA Fredericksburg, a centennial broadcasting station focused on Fredericksburg. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubert. Bobby Hebert and uh, Vitality are focused this morning as we talk about food and uh, exercise and uh, just resolutions, making some making some resolutions and uh, seeing things happen and, uh, and, and sticking with them. In, in talking about food, food preparation, let's, let's yeah. jump into that. And I, I think this is a really key point because we were talking about during the break, you know, Americans... We're hardworking people. And, you know, when I talk about food preparation, I'm so fortunate. I'm actually retired now. I actually have time that I can actually prepare food. But it wasn't always that way. Yeah. When I was working, I really, really had to think this thing out because so many things come for you. You're going to find yourself eating out of a vending machine or out of a, you know, a fast food window. And it's just because you're pushed nonstop. And really what I want take people uh, take a second here do not judge yourself if you're eating right now it was like if you're eating something you wish you hadn't 
you know, you look at what you've eaten or you, you look at the fact that. Yeah, look at yeah, that wrapper. Yeah, I look at the food I eat and then I look in the mirror and I'm hating myself over here for, you know, not having, you know, uh, no, the resolve to create healthy food. Now I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, I don't like what I'm seeing over there. <laughs> the food industry, the health industry, they will come in there like evangelists and tell you, y'all sinning, my friend. <laughs> what I'm telling you is no. Is not that you lack. It's more, you're more than you know. That's the message I want people to hear today. And you're going, but you know, you're going to have to get hungry for a little bit of time, time to actually give to yourself. This is, this is actually even more important, I think, than the workout time. You're going to have to find time to prepare your food. Now, if you're working like I did, you know, for 40 years before I retired, yeah. you know, you, you've got to, I, I cooked on Sunday. You know, sat, you know, after getting back from church, I go, okay, I build a lot of my meals with meat. So, okay, go buy what's on sale, first of all, because, you know, my wife is really budget-minded. And, in fact, it is. We're, we're cooking healthy food. We can really get a lot of healthy food. In fact, I think uh, this Wednesday uh, we're going to be stocking up on bison. I think Aldi's has bison on sale, and when that's on sale, we buy tons of bison. We buy London broil. Buy all this meat. And if it's warm enough outside, and even in the cold, I'll grill a ton of stuff on the yeah. weekend. So there's all my starter stuff. I've okay. got a couple pounds of meat all grilled up just the way I like. It doesn't mean I can't cook a few slow-cooked meals like my wife's vegetable beef stew. Fantastic. But on the weekends, get a supply of food ready. doesn't mean you can't eat like if you get good sliced uh, deli meat or you've got uh, you know a couple of rotisserie chickens in in the fridge so now you've got a supply you've got your vegetables buy what you actually like to eat i love zucchini make a list of these uh, we can't keep enough mushrooms in my house mushrooms are fantastic mm -hmm. you know uh, when i got my meat all i got to do then is uh take some butter and grill some of those mushrooms and and pour it over my meat and then i love microwave frozen vegetables boom pop it in there put some you know seasoning on there and there's a fantastic meal and if you eat all that, it's hard to eat a lot of healthy food and maybe wash it down with a big old apple. I have the food ready. Get the food. Get it ready. Make your grocery list. What do you love to eat that lines up now with what you know you should eat? Have it ready. And then carve out some time that you'll actually prepare your food because you need to prepare your food and be ready for those times because those times are going to come and you're going to get caught when you can't actually, you know, if you didn't bring your food with you. Now, people ask, that, yeah, well, I used to pack when I was working. I'd pack a, a lunchbox with a, a freezer pack in the bottom. So I always had my grilled chicken, my grilled steak, yeah. uh, my bison burgers with me. But if I got caught out, out in the wild, <laughs> all of a sudden it was like working, what would I do? Well, you know, you can actually buy some fantastic food. Like you can go on to any uh, grocery store and usually get a rotisserie chicken. And, you know, even, I don't know, an expensive one today is $10. We're always looking for those $5 rotisserie chickens yeah. when we can. But, you know, like 8 bucks. That's a sandwich, you know. You really can't buy a sandwich for $8. Right. You know, so buy a rotisserie chicken. Grab yourself some fruit. Now, rotisserie chicken is usually good for two meals. You know, throw part of it. You don't have to eat all of it. You can save some of it. It was there. It's good, decent food that's been prepared and an apple. You know, so if you get caught out, have an emergency plan. 
You know, that actually works. There's simple foods that you can pick up, but you will be swimming against the tide. And I'm telling you, because what happens is in a lot of workplaces, everybody else is eating. And you got to understand that you may be on a different path, at least for now, at least for this month, this January resolution month. Say to yourself, this is a savings account. This is my vitality mm. savings account. So I've prepared my food. You know, I've, I've laid it out if I'm out. You know, and it doesn't mean if you eat something that, you know, let's say pizza was not on. You ate pizza. Do not judge yourself. Just record it honestly. Because what is this? This is gold. This is the areas that you can improve at. I'm still looking at my list going, oh, I can improve here. I can improve there. But how can I still enjoy it? Yeah. You know, ask yourself that. Because it doesn't mean you, you should say to yourself, I'm never going to eat a piece of chocolate or a piece of pie or anything again. But... If you can get close to the 80% rule, the 80% rule works fantastic. And What's the 80% rule? 80% real food. 80% okay. of food that you've decided that's on your diet. Okay. You've decided. Not, yeah. you know, not, you know, not some cardboard meal you bought from uh, some weight loss company. But the food that you've decided you want to eat this and then you prepare it. So that's, that, that's actually a pretty simple plan. What what do you do in the situation? Because th- th- there have been times here when people have said, "Hey, let's let's uh, let's go out for lunch," and I know if I go out for lunch, then I'm gonna I'm gonna stray, and so a lot of times I'll decline and just to stick to my to stick to my. That's a hard plan. one because I believe actually fellowship is actually more important than food in okay. a lot of ways because. Human connection. Didn't we learn that during COVID? That was the most horrible two years of everybody's life because we exactly. were separated from yeah. each other. So, you know. So you're saying it's you okay sometimes to go off just for. Well, or look on on the menu. There can be things mm-hmm. like. True. You know, if uh, I love hamburger, I just, yeah, I'll, I'll eat a big hamburger. I'm just not going to eat that bun. So it, that that's really simple if you're okay. out with people and, you just, and you're going to get questioned about it. Yeah, it's like, eh, I'm just like, don't feel like eating that, you know, and, yeah. and don't buy dessert and don't, don't drink a soda. So the, because I really do believe that fellowship, you know, the fact that, you know, you're thankful for two things. One, man, you can afford to eat out. We're so lucky that many yeah. of us can afford to eat out. Second is there's somebody that loves you enough to say, Hey, let's sit down and share a meal. So yeah, fellowship is hugely important. And I actually got, I've gotten more into that as I've done this because I realize I can be a mad scientist. I really want to find out how good I can get at things, Yeah. but I don't want to do it at the expense, especially now that I got grandchildren. Yeah. You know what? I'm not going to eat a second piece of cake. I will eat that first little piece and I'll, you know, as long as I am again, steering by the compass of some sort of moderation, I'll do 80% real food, but I'm not going to miss out on chances for mm. fellowship, but yeah. I will if you know, there's certain you know places you're not going to be able to get anything healthy at. I'll I'll just try to steer us to a restaurant if I can find a good soup, a salad, some grilled meat, and you can at almost any restaurant. Yeah, I will take the fellowship. Always yeah. take the fellowship because what you don't want to do is give up your chance to spend time with people. Yeah. What do you do about fasting? Because we, we, we hear a lot about that. Oh, well, that's actually, I'm, I'm glad you asked. That's an advanced technique. I think people ought to actually really get their, their bodies regulated. But fasting uh, actually gives the body to do 
what now I'm just reading these science books and I'm not a scientist, but there's this thing called autophagy. Autophagy is when the body systems begin to clear out the nascent dead cells and everything. And uh, if you look at it from a, uh, what do they call it? An evolutionary perspective, man been around, let's say in our present state, four or 500,000 years up until the last couple hundred years in one place, you know, let's say 100 years, North America, we have not had endless food. We have you, we have not had an endless supply of food. So our bodies aren't set up, yeah. according to theory, to be endlessly inundated with food. And our bodies actually take a lot of energy to digest food. So taking a break from eating food. So when I started reading about fasting, I said, I want to try that. So typically, I fast most days. I like to... I like to fast for 16 hours, which means if I eat my last meal at six o'clock in the night, I'm not going to eat my next meal till about 10 o'clock the next day. So most of my fasting is done in the evening. That's an interesting way to yeah, do it. So yeah, so I don't, and so maybe at 10 o'clock I'll drink my protein shake. And I will say this: now that I'm used to fasting, I'm never hungry. The hard part is. Uh, I've got an eight-hour eating window. I'm trying to eat everything. I, and for this year, okay, here's an interesting thing. I'm, uh, I actually have set a weight goal for myself for my next birthday. I'm trying to actually gain five pounds. I'm, and again, I'm not a real skinny guy. I'm about 165. In fact, when you talk about BMI, my BMI will be actually overweight when I hit 170, but I'm trying to add it solid yeah. because it's hard for seniors to add a lot of solid muscle. And so I'm trying to add solid muscle, which means I got to eat a lot of food, but I'm doing it in this window. But what I found is I'm not thinking about food and my body actually, and the other theory about fasting is that you'll eat the first stuff in you, the carbohydrates, that's what your body will run on. Mm -hmm. If it does not have carbohydrates to, to burn, it will, it will burn the fat that you're carrying and everybody carries around, you know, some body fat. Mine is fairly low, but I've got enough to go a couple days without eating. And when that happens and I've noticed this too, I hope it's not a placebo effect, but I get very alert. I go, and I, mm. that makes sense that in an evolutionary sense, because as soon as our body starts going, eh, we haven't been without food. Hey, we better wake this guy up, make him pay attention. He needs to go hunting. He needs to be alert. And so, yeah, it's, it's a kind of a hyper nice feeling you know, kind of the same thing that coffee does for me, you know, being, you know, waiting until I eat. So I think there's a lot of value to fasting. I would hesitate on telling anybody who's currently constantly eating, you know, let's say like a lot of people, you have a weight loss goal and you're eating a lot of food right now to suddenly make fasting part of it, I think is a complication. The first thing to do is wait a minute, let's go ahead and yeah. uh, let's go ahead and get the basics. But I love fasting. Okay. Okay, because we, we, that seems over the last few years we've heard more and more about that, and just wonder how that fit into all of this. Oh yeah, it I perfect. I think it works wonderfully. Bobby Hebert uh, this morning on uh, News Talk twelve thirty WFEA as we talk about uh, vitality and uh, resolutions. Have we covered everything you wanted to cover as far uh, in the in the in the food area yeah, before we let, move on? Oh yeah, let's get busy with working out. Okay, working out. What um, you, you, you call it uh, movement in joy. That's right. I'm not no pain, no gain. I am not that guy. Yeah, I've been that guy before. That guy sucks. I want to have fun. So what, what do you do? What, for my fun workouts? Yeah. Okay. For me personally, 
And this is fun. This is super fun for me. I love hitting a heavy bag. I, I've been hitting a heavy, you know, boxing. I've done that since I was 18 in college. And my wife can always tell when I'm downstairs hitting the bag because it's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. I'm hitting that thing and I'm screaming Drago's name off a mountain. So I'm hitting a heavy bag. That is fantastic for me. Please tonight. tell me that at some point you're not saying, Adrian, that you're <laughs> I not do. calling I, her oh, that. all the time. Man. <laughs> so hitting a heavy bag is fun for me, but I make it fun. It's, you know, uh, actually, I go out. One of the workouts I do right now is, you know, at the Renaissance Fair, where I'm an actor at, we do a lot of dancing during the day. And you've got to have lots of endurance. Right. Da- and you don't want to look exhausted. So I, I work constantly on my breath work so that when I'm dancing and everything, I stop and tell a joke. And so so when I'm actually out there running, I'll do running, you know, just jogging along, listening to my music, having a blast, but I'll stop and do dance steps. And this is why... Yeah, I feel like I'm a loon. Yeah, I've I've seen people actually on the trail turn around and walk the other direction. Yeah, I like, would. Oh God. Yeah. People grabbing their mace. That's me when they see. <laughs> but I'm. Yeah. Yes. You have having a little fun. I've mentioned freeze tag. If you are fortunate enough to have children in your life, go play freeze tag. I haven't done that in oh, years. Because I now the other thing I do is sprinting. I have I was running for many years. I never sprinted. And it sounds weird for a guy my age. Sprinting actually does, from my reading, it, it spikes testosterone. I do hill sprints. I do hill sprints. And in fact, I've gotten faster all of a sudden. So hill sprints. Of course, the boring workouts I do, I do lift weights. But I combine boring things with things that I actually do really enjoy. I love audiobooks. I'm always listening mm-hmm. to an audiobook as soon as I get up. Yeah. So it's either a pod, that, and that's the only time I'll listen to a podcast. I'm listen to a podcast or I throw up a movie and then I'm lifting weights and then it's it's fun. I have found a way to make this fun or hiking. You can't not have fun hiking. So do you set a goal? Are you, you doing it for 30 minutes, an hour? Okay, so here, here's what I probably work out too much because I can't Okay, this is really true. I can't get tired. Almost, I can, as long as I get good sleep, which is, we probably need to talk about sleep because you need at least six hours. Seven is better. Eight is fantastic. I don't get tired. So I've always got energy to do cool, mostly energy to do cool stuff. So I enjoy working out. I probably work out maybe four or five hours a week between weights and uh, uh, hitting the heavy bag. This year, my new goal is, I'm going to do more stretching so I can, again, kick the heavy bag. I used to do lots mm-hmm. of martial arts. I've quit kicking years ago because my hips are tight. Ah, you know what? I've decided I'm not that old, so I'm going to start kicking again and playing around. So expanding that. But if you're not doing any workout, uh, oh, also, please go see a doctor. If you're not, you know, you know yeah. we need some, uh, here's your health disclaimer here. We are not doctors. Please don't sue us. But Go make sure you're healthy enough to work out and you know, talk to your doctor about your diet plan. But if you're not doing anything right now, and a lot of people aren't because I get it. You're working. You're raising children. A lot of people have two jobs. What I, I would tell people is, first of all, this actually where this works well is when you match this up to what we just talked about with the diet protocol. Observe. What are you actually doing right now? You know what? Walking is a fantastic human exercise. Mm-hmm. It's the oldest of human exercises. But guess what? Um, we don't do a whole lot of it. Now, 
uh, the average American now, this is according to, I think, again, the Harvard Health Study, is getting three to 4,000 steps in a day. Yeah, that's like a mile or two. Yeah, that's not much. Uh, yeah, it, it's really not. Now, typically, even in the winter months when I'm not running a lot, I'm at 12,000 in the summer, you know, 18 to 20,000. Yeah. But even as I say this, uh, I do want to, okay, I, I think something needs to be said about comparison. The thief of joy is comparison. Yeah, we're social creatures. We look at each other. Mm-hmm. And as I'm saying, I've spent many years building you know, my endurance, my speed, my strength. And it's what I love. It doesn't mean everybody needs to do that. And getting jealous of what other people are doing or having or being is such a human component, isn't it? Of oh, the totally, fitness. yeah. I heard this said, oh, God, I wish I could remember the podcaster that said this. They said, you know, if Jeff Bezos woke up with Oprah's money, he would throw himself out of a window. You know, it's like, oh, all I got yeah. is $2 billion. He'd cut his wrist on the way down. We're always, and I'm guilty of this too. You know, before you start looking around saying, I'm not enough. You're more than you imagine. But I do remember, and this happened about two years ago, I found myself feeling, oh, I'm not that really good. You know, and one of the things I work on is physical strength a lot. And I was telling my wife, you know, mutual friend, a friend of ours, son, was bench pressing more than I was. She did point out that his son was, you know, 45 years younger on a, right. fo- on a football team in college and outweighed me by 40 pounds. I go, oh, when you put it that way. Right, exactly. That's right, Batman. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Batman always comparing himself to yeah. Superman, isn't he? Yeah. That's why he keeps kryptonite in that ring. Worst best friend ever. But yeah. yeah, do not compare yourself constantly. So as I'm saying this, you want a level that's probably up from three and 4,000 steps a day. So there's there's so many fitness apps that you can get. I like, I got a $99 Fitbit. It tells me how many steps I get. It also tells me how many uh, how many hours of sleep I get. That have you ever looked into how many hours of sleep? I, that you I sleep? have things that could do that, and I don't want to know. You don't want to know. I don't want to know. You've got to go in there, brother. I know. I know. We got to take a quick break and wrap this up, and we come back. Bobby Hebert here this morning. Vitality. 2024, our focus will uh, conclude on News Talk 1230 WFVA. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubert. Bobby Hebert in this morning as we talk about resolutions and getting into the year. We don't have very much time. We'll just... uh, how do we wrap something like this up, Bobby? All right. Uh, we had talked about diet. We talked about your workout. I just want to, uh, two minutes here, I'm going to talk about mindset. And this actually is the most important thing I do every day. It's the easiest thing I do every day, and I do it in the morning. A couple years ago, uh, Charles, a minister friend of mine, suggested I keep a, a gratitude journal. And I keep a gratitude journal. I've kind of expanded it. Here's what I track every day. I write seven things that I'm thankful for. Usually my wife is always top there. My friends, Ted Schubel, you're in there today. You know, my children, my grandchildren, seven things. Yeah. And I write seven identity statements. Who am I? Right now I'm working on becoming a writer. I am a writer. And I write it and I believe it. And I write it and I believe it seven times. Then I write four eulogy statements. What are four things that people that I love are going to say about me? My wife will say, 
Bob was a good man. My son will say, Pops was always there for us. My daughter will say, did he love me? The student that I'm coaching right now will say, Mr. Bob was my Jedi master. And then I write my mantra. This is what I actually believe about myself. Make up your own mantra. But here's mine. My words change the world. My words change the world. And so anytime I'm interacting with somebody on Facebook or anywhere else, I want to set out a positive message. Then what's my energy? Well, today, here's my energy statement. I am generosity. I am. I just picked one. That's what I am today. And so there you have it. That's what you do. So don't be a critic to yourself. It's not that you are not enough. You are more than you can imagine. If you're listening to this today, I want to send you that message. Thanks for listening. Bobby Hebert, thank you so much for for this. And we'll uh, try to get together maybe middle of the year and uh, talk about where we're at and where we go the rest rest of the year. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. And uh, it's nice to talk to Bobby Hebert. Usually Quill is here, but uh, we... we, we, He'll be back. (laughs) I I, I knew he would be. Thank you, Bobby. Rock on, my brother. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the morning. Thanks for listening to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. The views expressed by the hosting guests on this program are their own and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or Centennial Broadcasting. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. The Glenn Beck program is next on News Talk 1230 WFVA, focused on Fredericksburg.